0: like to welcome Professor Giuseppe Mancia from the University Milano Bicocca, Italy, Chairman of the European Society of Hypertension Educational Board. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. The recent and very successful European Society of Hypertension Congress in Athens, uh, there was an interesting session uh, about the lifelong burden of hypertension we were talking about vascular aging, and other interesting concepts which can put risk charts and risk scores into a new perspective. Can you share something with our audience?
1: Yes. I, uh, I talked about the burden of hypertension, and uh, emphasized that uh, hypertension is still the number one cause of death and burden of disease worldwide, and uh, this is uh, why because uh, hypertension is a major risk factor for common cardiovascular events and the prevalence of hypertension is extremely high elderly is more than 50% of the aged uh, population and one of the topics uh, of my talk was uh, What has research done against this? And uh, what I said was that research has done a lot. I mean, it has discovered that hypertension is a major risk factor for a number of cardiovascular diseases, for renal diseases, and also for diseases such as uh, cognitive dysfunction and dementia, for example. But also it has uh, shown, and this was the first demonstration, by randomized clinical trials uh, among the most important risk factors that this uh, risk uh, is not irreversible because if blood pressure is reduced by treatment, no matter the way it is reduced, one drug or another drug or another combination, well, the risk can be reduced. So we do not uh, have to do with uh, an irreversible risk, but a risk which can be successfully reduced by treatment. And this is the case even in very elderly individuals. So it's never too late to be protected against uh, hypertension. And also, research has produced a number of effective antihypertensive drugs relatively well tolerated, and a number of effective combinations. Of drugs, which can control blood pressure in the vast majority of hypertensive individuals. This was the second part of my talk. Then, in the third part, I mentioned the failures, which research still faces. And one thing I emphasized is that the documentation that hypertension is reversible by treatment does not extend to all hypertension phenotypes. We do have several important phenotypes in which evidence that antihypertensive treatment is beneficial does not exist. For example, in younger hypertensive patients, because research has been based on events reduced by trials, trials have been made mainly in people producing events, so that is, high risk people and old people. For example, in people aged thirty-five years, forty years with hypertension, there are no trials, and then several common phenotypes: white put hypertension, masked hypertension. Well, there is no evidence concerning the effect of treatment, and so on, so forth. Many, many conditions in which documentation is not available. For example. Frail patients, frail hypertensive patients, guidelines have to tell that uh, physicians uh, have to do their best to to treat these patients, uh, but there cannot be recommendations because uh, frail patients have been systematically excluded by trials. So there is a lot to do about hypertension in the future, despite uh, the magnitude uh, of the research acquisition which uh, has been provided in the past.
0: The European Society of Hypertension, European Society of Cardiology Joint Guideline was revolutionary a few years ago when uh, it encouraged early combination treatment uh, in hypertension. How do you feel, how do you see how this new way of uh, managing hypertension went through uh, with the physicians and the patients? Yes, it is true
1: that both American and European guidelines recommend combination treatment, but the European guidelines uh, are more clear about that. Uh, In the American guidelines, uh, combination treatment is recommended if uh, blood pressure is particularly high as initial treatment, but in the European guidelines, uh, it is uh, recommended very clearly that the majority of hypertensive patients should start with two drugs. And uh, this was uh, a brave recommendation in a way because there had been no trials, and this is another limitation in the trial domain, no trial comparing initial monotherapy with initial combination therapy. So the reason for this recommendation was not based on trial. It was based on uh, real-life evidence. That is that in real life, uh, blood pressure control is extremely poor. And the reasons for this are that uh, therapeutic inertia is very high. That is doctors do not have titrate treatment to combination treatment. They start with one drug and then stop. And the low adherence to treatment. And there is evidence uh, from real life that uh, if we start treatment with two drugs, adherence is better and inertia is bypassed, of course, the inertia problem, because people already take two drugs at the beginning. This has been shown by us in, from the Lombardy database, but also by other studies. So the hope is that by implementing this new treatment, which uh, shortens the titration phase, provides early blood pressure control, and this can be a motivation for patients to continue treatment, uh, we can in the end come up to the fact that uh, Combination treatment is still still poorly adopted in real life. In uh, a study we published uh, in Circulation Research a few years ago, it was clear that in most uh, countries, uh, monotherapy is still the most common treatment strategy. And very recently, the paper is in press. We analyzed a huge number of patients from real life databases in Lombardy, and. Uh, uh, after three years of follow-up, it was clear that uh, monotherapy is still the most common uh, treatment strategy, with uh, some improvement uh, compared, when we compared uh, a cohort uh, in 212 from a cohort in 215, a cohort in 218, but we are talking about uh, an improvement uh, in the use of combination treatment of two, three, four percent, not more than this. So we're still far away from the goal of uh, having combination treatment as the most important treatment strategy to uh, eliminate the undesired first uh, position of hypertension as uh, the most important cause of death uh, worldwide.
0: What do you think in closing uh, our conversation, what do you think how we can convince our colleagues to start treating early and and using more combination therapy?
1: Yeah, this is a problem. How can we improve uh, uh, adherence? Uh, I think again, uh, first of all, research uh, has to guarantee a step forward because uh, we, Still, do not have easy and accurate measures to measure adherence. Not so much in research, although methods used, uh, all of them are not particularly accurate, but they are methods we can use. But uh, how to predict whether a patient will be adherent or not, or measure adherence uh, at the patient's bedside. By the individual physician, measurements are not available. Uh, Asking the patient, like tossing a coin. I mean, uh, this is the case also uh, if we question relatives. Uh, Methods uh, that can be used in research, uh, for example, pill counting or things like this, I mean, they cannot be used at the patient bedside and even methods that have been proposed, for example, measuring the concentration of drugs in the urine or in blood. Well, how many times we can do this? Which is complex and particularly expensive, by the way. maybe once, twice, three times. But adherence is a very dynamic phenomenon. A patient can be adherent uh, the first three months or three months and then not adherent at all uh, in the following time. So we need the dynamic measures of adherence and these are not available. And then there is the question of the factors responsible for non-adherence which can vary from country to country. For example, costs factor are quite important in some countries, but not in other countries in which uh, there is a public health care system. And many methods, many uh, factors are really can be unexpected in a way. So this is something uh, which uh, will be probably the most important practical issue for the future.